Hey y'all, hey, what's up? It's your girl, Jamae Jackson. Welcome back to the Blonde Misfit Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, baby. (laughs) The Blonde Misfit Podcast is a fashion and beauty podcast hosted by yours truly, where we talk about everything from style to beauty to lifestyle, entrepreneurship, spirituality, all that good stuff, specifically for multicultural audiences. Although, if you are not Black or BIPOC, or from a marginalized community, you are still very much so welcome to listen to this podcast, okay? I want people to find benefit in what it is that I'm talking about, but I just want you to know what you signed up for when you came here, okay? We're going to be cracking jokes. We're going to laugh. I'm going to gather y'all's edges. We're going to pour a little wine, although I am doing a, uh, a dry June, so pray for me because, honey, it has already been rough and we like four days in, okay? <laughs> but um, no matter what, I welcome all here. I'm so excited to like have you all every week and for you guys to tune in and for you guys to just like enjoy the podcast and the things that I'm talking about. But if you are new or if you're not new, make sure that you uh, go on and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Make sure you also leave us a rating and review if you um, feel so inclined. It does help us out when people are searching for a podcast and stuff. And you're just like, oh, my God, I love Jamae. She be wilding. But like, I love her. Like, thank you so much. I need those. Um <laughs> But yeah, like, so today I want to just talk about a couple of different things with y'all. First, I just want to talk about a few posts that I've done recently on Instagram. If you guys do not follow me on Instagram, I'm at The Blonde Misfit on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Um, so make sure that you are subscribed. Everything is down in the description box below. Like literally, how, where, however you're listening to the episode, just press the little thing that says show description box or notes. That's where you can find everything, all of the links to The Blonde Misfit, my personal channels, all that good stuff but um I recently posted a few things on some purchases that I had bought but also just like some things that I had been doing especially over Memorial Day weekend um and I wanted to talk about that because I think that it's a really good conversation to have it's a conversation that people have been talking about for quite some time but it was something that I felt really in my spirit that I wanted to talk about more on my channel but then also in podcasts And then we're going to be talking about some money, okay? We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship. And I'm going to be sharing with you guys a little bit of tea. But uh, we're going to just hop into one thing at a a time. Because if not, I'm going to get distracted. (laughs) So um, over the weekend, well, over the past like few weeks, I've been posting a few purchases that I've bought. Um, I've recently had gone shopping like last month and the month before. And some things had come in the mail. Um, and people were really, really hyped because some things were designer and things were, you know, on more expensive, on the more expensive side. And then also during Memorial Day weekend, I was in the city, um, and I stopped by the big Nordstrom that is in Manhattan and I somehow went and got talked into spending a lot of money, like a couple racks, um, on a coat and a, a shirt that I really, really wanted. And even though there was nobody who like commented negatively on the posts or the IGTV or anything like that, I did think that it was really important for us to just sort of address this idea that like black women are not ever allowed to uh, talk about luxury or share our luxurious purchases without somebody feeling a kind of way about it. It is so much of a um, like a widely discussed topic that 
you know, you have Instagram accounts like Black Women in Luxury. You have hashtags that get talked about on Twitter and on Instagram. You have people who really be out here and like actually have to defend that Black women deserve luxury. And for me, I look at it as a couple of different things. First of all, I want to first preface this by saying that luxury to me is not designer names. Okay. I shop designer. I like designer. I have wanted to wear designer for years and I've wanted to, uh, just be that girl who like, when I step out, like I have like some cool threads on me, but I don't equate that to luxury. Um, when we think about luxury, a lot of people put a price tag on it. Like if you can, uh, uh, when you think of luxury, a lot of times it's, it's often attached to exclusivity. Like, can you get something that like other people cannot? And even though that's one way that you can measure luxury to me, I look at luxury as, um, more of like an encompassing mentality or just like a mindset really. Um, so I look at it like, for instance, if I wake up in the morning and if I have my cup of coffee and it's really, it's really, really quiet and chill and I just kind of get to have those few minutes with me in God before I hop into my day, like that is luxury to me. Um, I can go to TJ Maxx or to Marshall's and find a super, super comforting uh, bathrobe and put on a face mask and that is luxury to me. Um, luxury to me does not mean that you dropped a lot, whole bunch of money or that you got something that other people can't get or that it was mad expensive or any of these other things. And I look at it like that because if you think about luxury as more of like a mentality shift and more of like a, I just deserve nice things or what, and whatever nice means to me is what nice means to me. And it doesn't mean any, it doesn't, it doesn't, is not predetermined on what you think nice to be then I think in that way you can make the argument that not just black women but like everybody really deserves luxury and everyone deserves to feel good about themselves and to feel uh sexy or feel sophisticated or feel like like that girl you know what I'm saying um I know people who can pull off a really, really dope fit, but like it come from ASOS or it come from Boohoo or Misguided. And I also know people who look like bozos and they're decked down and head to toe Dior. Like designer and designer and designer purchases and stuff don't make you, you make your clothes and whatever you decide to do with your clothes or whoever you decide to shop, whoever you decide to uh, support with your funds. Is up to you, but I don't believe that that is an ind indication of luxury. I also think that when we talk about like black women deserving luxury, we should be able to give the space that if you do want to hypothetically share your designer pieces or your designer whatever, or just share like a more, um, what would be the word? Like more standard definition of what people equate luxury to be, then then like that is okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for instance, I had bought some uh, Versace Medusa earrings and I got them pre-loved. And so they were not as expensive as they would have been if I had gone like into the Versace store and I tried to get them. First of all, I don't even know if I would have been able to go into the Versace store and get them because I don't remember off the top of my head what year those earrings were made but you know if they're vent if, if something is vintage or it's been out on the market for a while like sometimes you won't even be able to get them in store sometimes the only time 
that you can get something is if you go to the pre-loved market or like secondhand. So I'm talking about like, you know, your thrifted is not the right term because but like secondhand um, vintage pre-loved markets and stuff like that. So that was the first thing. Second of all, I just saw the earrings and I liked them and I said, OK, I like them. So now I want them. And it was just that, like, I didn't look at those earrings and say to myself, oh, I need to get them because I want to stunt or I need to get these earrings because they are expensive and people going to know that I spent a whole bunch of money on them. Like, no offense to anybody, but like, I don't think about people when I buy stuff. When I buy stuff, I'm thinking about myself. <laughs> I'm thinking about if my bill's going to be paid. I'm going to think about if I what I need to move around in order to accommodate said purchase. And I think about what money is coming in that will replenish it if if like, you know, it's getting a little close to something like, for instance, I do try to be mindful of purchases towards the end of the month because I know that that's when all my bills come out. That's when rent come out. That's when um, usually I restock or I get things ready to do to do other things for the for the following month. So. I am mindful of my money and my coins like that, but like I don't think about what everybody else got going on to predicate like what it is that I buy. Like I don't know anyone else who has those exact earrings. Um, if you are trying to figure out the earrings that I'm talking about, make sure you head over to my Instagram because they're on there. Um, but I just like those earrings, and so then of course I wanted to show them off. And my caption just simply is a is a is a very very quick version of this podcast episode, um, where I just essentially said that like black women been deserve luxury, and everybody else is just gonna have to catch up. But like I'm not gonna be apologetic for sharing the things that I do. Like the same way that we work hard, and we share that, and we glorify that, we should also do the same thing about playing hard too, and like enjoying the fruits of our labor. I think that hmm I think that most recent things that have happened in my life including my like my cousin being killed um and a couple of other things happening have just proven to me again that life is short tomorrow is not promised and the only thing that you can do is worry about yourself and what you got going on and I am someone who believes that uh, you can't take anything, any of this with you. Like you can't, you really can't. And so to me, I look at that as a wonderful way of saying, I'm going to have fun while I'm here on this earth. And if I want the Gucci bag, I'm going to buy the Gucci bag. If I want, <laughs> if I want what I want, then I'm going to get what I want. And I'm going to also share it with other people because one, why would you not? I'm going to share it with you um, the same way I would share anything else that I got that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so hyped to share with people about. But then also, and I pray that this is the case, I pray that me being able to do these things and stuff is really encouraging to other people who have followed my journey for years, who knew that years ago, all I could afford was thrifting or certain fast fashion um, stores, which don't get me wrong, I still shop at them today. Um, but th that was all I could afford. And now I have worked to the point where I can afford to do a little bit more um do i be bugging sometimes and do a little too much yes but god is working on me and he working on you too okay so don't mind me um 
But like my story should also feel be inspiring other people. I would pray so. I would pray that people would be like, oh my gosh, like I saw that she did it, so now I can do it too. Like, yeah, that's what I want. Uh, because I look at other people and I'm thinking and I look at their journey and where they are today versus where they were five, you know, four or five years ago, and I'm like, dang, y'all, you have really come a long way. And I'm like, and I, and you so inspiring because I know that if I just put my head down and I keep doing the work, I know where I can be. So I just think that that is just so important for us to talk about and to really share that like if you have something that you are proud of that you should feel empowered to share that with the world and you should feel empowered to share that with whomever doing whatever you do and like if people have an issue with it then that's on them you know you you cannot determine how somebody responds to you and things that you want to do and things that you want to share but you can determine how you respond to that. And honestly, I don't like I don't respond to people who want to hate on me. I don't respond to people who want to um, tear me down or who want to try to guard my pockets. You know, I did a whole podcast episode on dealing with haters and what you do when you got to deal with them. Um, if you had not taken a taken a listen to that episode, I would definitely would recommend you do, especially if you feel like you have people in your life. Um, both seen and unseen who just for whatever reason want to give you a hard time about when you just live in, in your life you're you're just living your life and paying your taxes and mining your edges and they're mining yours as well instead of mining theirs and that's why they they got bald spots okay you feel me but um yeah it's just very important to just sort of stay centered and remember like what you do and how you live is for you and if you want to create an experience if you want to create your life to be an experience and a luxurious experience at that then you can't get bothered by how other people choose to live theirs or how they even want to try to tell you how to live yours like this ain't your life the only time you can tell me what to do is when you paying the rent and even then I'm gonna be like well I'm paying for x y and z so you can't even tell me what to do <laughs> like you know so um I'm just saying that because if you are if you are out here and if you are trying to create your own version of a luxurious lifestyle whatever that definition of luxury means to you don't be apologetic for doing it right so like another so then like the other thing I wanted to address was the Tom Ford coat. So I wrote, recently purchased a Tom Ford coat at Nordstrom. Um, and I'm actually working on a breakout piece right now for the Blonde Misfit that I'll be showing you guys exactly which coat I got because you can't, it's actually on sale and you can purchase it at a couple of other different retailers. But that coat was expensive. And I looked at it and I really liked it. I had, I talked um with my boyfriend and, and we kind of figured out like okay do I need this like what what how can I wear it am I gonna get good usage out of it x y and z and ultimately I bought the coat because I thought to myself this is a piece that I would pass down to my children one day so lord I'm asking you now if I got a little girl or a little boy whoever whoever will wear this damn coat please god let them be interested in fashion because as soon as as I see that they are bugging and they don't want to no 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 get mommy her coat back bye you will you will not be allowed to touch any of my good stuff if you if you're gonna be out here bugging and not taking care of it but I'm like Lord please I just want someone who can be like oh mommy like I love this, this is vintage I'm like girl yes <laughs> um 
but I, I got the I got the coat right, and I I made a joke about it on Instagram about how I had spent so much money. I was physically ill, which was true. I was like nauseous for a second, but I woke up the next day, and guess what? Life goes on. And I personally am someone who I do this a lot with money, but this is just a life hack that I've learned. Um, when things really, really scare you, just push through them and go to sleep. Because <laughs> when you wake up the next day, guess what? You realize that like life goes on, like nothing changed. Last time I checked, I still got my locks. Last time I checked, my booty's still big. Last time I checked, I'm still black and I still got money to pay my bills. And so, um, I just adopt that mentality because so often we can think that like we're we're one bad decision away from I don't know messing up our lives and I would say that first you should have discernment and really make sure that the things that you do um that you are taking care of yourself like I'm never going to recommend someone buy a two thousand dollar coat if your bills are not paid right or if you got like the if you got like I don't know, debt collections going on, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, I would, I would, that, that is just not what I would recommend. I would recommend that you just make sure that if you might, that you, that you are doing what you need to do and everything else first before you invest. But even if not, if you just out here, you know, running from the man and reckoning up on them credit cards, honey, I ain't judging you because that's your money and that's your credit. Okay. But it, to me, it's really important to just say like, okay, I have my priorities and straight. My my priorities are straight. Uh, my head is on right. I'm doing the things that I need to do, and I'm gonna live my life. And so when I purchased the coat and everything like that, I shared it with people, and people were like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see the coat and anxiety." And I'm like, "Honey, yes, because just me. These photos are gonna be lit, okay?" But um, I wanted to just point that out because if 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 you want something. When you figure out what it is that you need and when you figure out what it is that you need to do in order to get what you need to get and what it is that you need to do so that you can do the things that you want to do, um, you should be able to reward yourself for that as well. And so that is my little spiel. My what? I'm now 18 minutes in my 18 minute spiel about how black women deserve luxury Um if you buy nice things, you should not feel pressured to post about it, but you also should not feel pressured to not post about it. If people have a problem with it, that's a reflection of them and not you. And how you spend your money is how you spend your money. As long as you're paying your taxes and, you know, prayerfully your tithes, somehow you're giving back to the community, like, there ain't no problem. And um, just know that, like, when you are trying to operate in the fullness of whatever it is that you want for yourself, you're going to have people who support you and you're also going to have people who hate on you. And the people who hate on you, again, ain't got nothing to do with you. But also, if it does, like, leave them where they're at. You just continue to glow and elevate and grow and continue to stunt because that ain't got nothing to do with you. Like, literally, <laughs> I think that's my motto of 2021. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Honestly, how people feel about me, that ain't got nothing to do with me. How you, how you were guarded about my money, that ain't got nothing to do with me. What you think I should be posting on Instagram, that ain't got nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with you. Um, so you just continue to do what you need to do. And we gonna continue to do what we do. Per. So, before I hop into this next portion, let me take a little sip of my coffee, y'all. I should not be drinking coffee this late in the day, but... 
I am a very, very slow coffee drinker. I love coffee. I drink coffee every single day for the most part. Um, but like if I brew a cup of coffee, I can let that coffee sit. It'll get cold. It'll be freezing by the time that I finish it. And um, <laughs> it's it's so bad. Like I wish I wasn't like this. I don't know why I'm like this, but I am. And I just don't, I've, I've never been a fast eater. I've never been a fast drinker. I just really kind of like to just sit with things. And um, yeah, my coffee be cold. So like my coffee is cold because it's after two o'clock and this coffee been sitting here since like 11 i've been sipping on it don't get me wrong it's not like dirty or nothing but like I've been, it's just it's cold but it was good all right so cool so the next part of this podcast episode or whatever um i wanted to talk about business more along the lines of an entrepreneurial business and specifically how I have been able to turn the Blonde Misfit into a five-figure business. Now, I am praying that by this time next year, your girl can sit here and say that it is a six-figure business. But right now, I am relishing in the fact that um, I'm sitting on uh, I'm sitting on five figures with it, and that we are continuing to grow and elevate and and challenge ourselves. Especially for those of you who, you know, ha- have come from my other platforms and then followed me over here when I started to podcast last year. Um, who have seen the sacrifice and who have seen the work from the ground up. And who continue to inspire me and continue to challenge me to just grow and be better and do better. So there are a couple of things that I want to talk about. Obviously, I'm not getting into hard numbers on this episode. I'm not getting into um, consulting or anything like that. If you want to book a consulting session with me, like you can email me. Email is jamay at Um, But I do want to share just some proactive tips that I have learned and that I kind of not to say I wish someone had told me because people tell you these things kind of in a roundabout way but things that I do wish that I had either learned about myself sooner or things that I'm just like okay like you know someone somebody else kind of shared it and and at some point it just kind of clicked for me because honestly when it comes to business things just click and when they click they click but until then you just be out here like click clacking child I don't know um so the first thing the first way first way I've been able to turn TBM into a into a five-figure business is simply um by capitalizing on my skills my skills and my talents so you all know, but I have a podcast, obviously, you're listening. Um, we have also a website that I've had for years. Um, the website also has different affiliate marketing because I was like, yo, if I'm going to be talking about shopping and things to buy, I might as well also give y'all links and ideas about things that you should purchase, right? Um, obviously, you have different social media accounts that you can monetize in a variety of different ways. But also, like, I started doing brand collaborations and partnerships and was really enjoying and do, and I still enjoy, I don't know why I'm talking past tense, um, that I really enjoy doing and partnering with, especially when it's brands that I feel very passionate about and that I feel um, are in alignment with my brand and the things that I want to sell. 
sell to you all not like as an actual product but even just like as an experience um and so that's what that's a podcast that's a website that's multiple social media channels um i also have an email newsletter which you can sign up for if you just head over to the blomister.com the little pop-up box will pop up so you can do that too so that's like already what four five six different streams of income and even though they don't all make the same amount and it might be a little here a little there whatever like all of that does begin to add up and it's so important to me that i kind of pursued the different things that I was passionate about because I am someone who I could be good at 10 things but if I only get to do eight I'm gonna be thinking about the two things that I don't get to do like I've just always been that person I'm someone who my mind goes 20 million miles a second and I'm always thinking about okay but what can I do now what can I do now what can I do now um which is beneficial but also a curse a little bit because that means I never really rest but at the same time that means that I am always looking for new ways to be innovative and to challenge myself and to change. And so I would say that it's really important for you to think about like what are the different things that you like to do and like how can you um, market yourself in that. If you are not getting certain opportunities or you just are having a hard time kind of like breaking into your market, definitely establishing your own self as an expert is a way that you can do that. So if you like to talk, start a podcast if you like to be on video or if you are a really really talented video editor start a youtube channel um you can also do different things with video so like for instance you can do youtube but you also can do short form video content which can leave live as an igtv even shorter it could be a reel you can be on tiktok you can do ig stories like there's just so much and i'm actually challenging myself to start focusing a lot more on video because you know, not to toot my own horn, but beep beep. Um, people be telling your girl that she's really good on video. I actually really do enjoy being on video when I actually feel like I look good. So, <laughs> um, I'm I'm trying, you know, and I and I'm and I like the idea of doing something completely new and that's out of my comfort zone, um, but something that I'm really passionate about. So, I would say that the first thing you is that you just should think about like what are the things that like really drive you like what are the things that you are passionate about and that you really enjoy doing um and then focus on those things and then start exploring the various opportunities that you can monetize it if you are a really talented writer maybe you want to get into affiliate marketing or if you want to work for somebody else which trust me not a problem at all like i will still write a freelance story um because that is just wonderful and uh, you can actually get your rates up and really make some good money based upon the outlet that you write for. Um, but you could go into copywriting or you can do commerce or you can write SEO driven pieces. You know, there are different ways that you can partner with brands, both big and small. If you are a gifted and talented writer, if you have a knack for social media, you can obviously be a social media content creator or a social media editor. Um, companies are paying a lot of money to people who know how to tap into social communities, especially those communities like TikTok, like Snapchat, like um even on Instagram for like reels and stuff, like short form video content creators are having a moment right now and so it's really about you just thinking okay what it what can i do really well what what drives me and what is something that i really love to do and like how can i monetize off of it now 
I will suggest because this is how I did like it's just to focus on one thing at a time and just slowly add to it like you will know when it is time to scale and I say that because for the longest time I only wrote like I was only a writer I wrote for myself I wrote for other publications I just wrote and it wasn't really until like the last few years that I started doing more things like speaking engagements and doing things on video and then really tapping into brand campaigns and collaborations and so um, and then, you know, the podcast just came last year. And so, uh, there, you know, you can do these things like all at the same time. But I would say that you should start with like one thing at a time, focus on that, perfect that and then move on or move up. Um, you don't need to necessarily try to take on everything at one time because take it from someone who tries to do that all the time. It does not work out. You will burn yourself out. You will be stressed out. Child, your hair is going to fall out. OK, maybe it won't fall out, but like it'll be tangled I don't know um and and you just focus on that like that really is how you grow and how you get good at what you do because at the end of the day I want to be known for being good at what I do and not just being able to do something I don't want to be mediocre I want to be that girl um so the second thing that I would definitely recommend or based upon my experience being able to scale TBM to a five-figure business is to market yourself now, this is something that I have actually struggled in a lot, and this is not anything new. I've talked about this a lot in different places, but I do genuinely feel like I would be much further along with TBM if I just got out of my own mind and I just marketed myself like a salesperson. There are people who I follow on Instagram who market their stuff every single day, multiple times a day, and they generate sales. And so I would say that if you are trying to grow and scale your business, like to remove yourself out of the equation and just market yourself. Like imagine if you were hired to market your business, would you be shy and coy? I hope not because look, if you if you are, then you you not getting no no paycheck, okay? You ain't getting no commission. But it's important for you to just kind of advertise. Now, there are, the thing is there are so many um there are so many different ways that you can advertise without actually having to be in the grain. So like for me, I'm someone who I'm on social media, but like I don't like actually being on social media. I like to scan, like a few things and go on about my business. But like trying to actually be on it and present every day is one, emotionally taxing for me. But then two, I don't have the time because I actually work a day job. And so... What I like to do is use different apps, you know, whether it's Hootsuite or it's Later. Um, Planly, I know, is another one that people talk about. Like there are different apps and things like that that you can use to schedule your content in advance. And I personally do use a few. I ain't going to talk about that, though, because look, your girl, uh, if they listen in, hello, come on, come on through with the sponsored ads for <laughs> for the podcast. But what I will say is that um, definitely utilize your resources. You can plan out content and you can also like schedule it to go out. And, you know, one thing that I am learning in this in this time period of my life is like, I don't care if I come off as braggy or if I come off as um, annoying. People need to know what it is that you do and how and what it is that you offer. And so if you want to grow and you want to scale your business or whatever that it is that you do, and this is for a service-based, service-based, you know, brand or a product-based brand, whatever, 
you have to be your best sales, your best sales team and your best marketing manager um, until you actually can afford to hire somebody else. I'm just learning how to do this because I, I do dope stuff. But I sometimes don't want to inundate other people with it. Like I want to, I'm like, oh my God, I did this great thing. But like, I'm going to just like slide it in the DMs. Like, no girl, be loud. Anyone who knows Jermaine knows that she's loud. So I might as well be loud about the things that I'm good at too, you know, because it's like this, when you mess up, everyone won't be loud about that. Hello. So you might as well shout it from the rooftops and put your stuff out there like tag the people you know who you want to see your who you want to see your content tag the brands that you want to work with create the content before you even get this part the partnerships put it out there make it look good um i am excited that the blonde misfit reaches over you know four four figures um for, of, of viewers a month of monthly visitors considering i remember when i used to get like 30 visitors a month <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I feel like half of that was me just refreshing my own page. But like I wrote with with excitement and bigger then and I write with excitement and bigger now. And even though those numbers may not be big to other people, they're big and, and important to me because I know where I've come from. And so it is so important for you to be your best salesperson and to just really believe in yourself. Because why would anyone else believe in you if you don't believe in yourself first? Um, so that is my challenge, not just to you guys, but also to myself, because that is the thing that I have struggled with the most. And even though I'm doing better, I know that I can do even better than what I'm currently at. So it's all about elevation and growth. And so my last tip, y'all, hold on, let me, let me get like, let me get like one more sip of coffee because, whoo, child. Mm. So my last tip on how I grew TBM to a five-figure business and the tips that I have for you all is to just be good to people. I know that sounds super, super, super superficial. I don't like that. Um, No, I know that sounds like superficial and it sounds kind of like weird or whatever, but it's so true. When you are good to people, people will be good to you. People will look out for you. People will make sure that your name is thrown up when um, opportunities arise or um, if they see there are opportunities to make money or opportunities to do this, opportunities to do that. They'll make sure that you have the opportunity to to be a part of it. And I know that from personal experience. Um, anyone who has followed my journey for years has known that like I have talked about for the longest time, kind of like not being like not being an insider. Right. And I'm and I'm still not like not being an insider and sort of like not necessarily being accepted by like the mass public um, in the fashion and beauty space. I didn't work at like major media, uh, major publications, specifically with like a title of like a fashion editor or a beauty editor. Even now, in my title as a senior beauty editor, I work for a tech company. And so I haven't had like the conventional like women's lifestyle plug that I know some people look at and they're like, oh my God, this is so great. I do think that it is amazing. And I and I do sometimes I'm like, dang, I really wish that I could have done this or I could have done that. But I also know that my journey is my journey. And I have been blessed to meet such amazing people in my journey over the years who advocate for me now. 
a lot of my clients and especially like my clients over the last few months who have allowed TBM to make, you know, like five figures, <laughs> like five figures, like in, uh, over the, like a month or two, um, have been repeat users, people who like do good business with you and then they want to do it again and again and again. And those are the people who you want to attract because one, it's steady income and study opportunities but two it means that you've actually formulated a real relationship with someone and it's not just a transactional thing like yes on the one hand it is transactional because it's a business transaction but also like you're invested in their growth and success as the same way that they're invested in you and so even though money is being exchanged for goods and services um i am very much so invested in the success of the people and the clients that i work with and I know that they think the same of me and they and they hold me in high regard. But being good to people is free 99 and being kind to people is one of the greatest things that I think anyone can do. I know and I meet so many people who they may look good on paper, but their attitudes are so nasty that I think. And I, and I don't say this, like, I, I don't speak this over their life, but I really don't know how the, they will continue to be able to grow and scale based upon their attitude and how they treat people. Like, there are, so, there are people who I know who are mega influencers and have like four, five hundred, six hundred thousand followers or whatever, but they be scamming people, they be scamming brands, they, you know, lie about things. And... I just don't want that. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my brand. I don't want that for my integrity. If anyone ever had a problem with me, they could easily just hit me up and be like, oh, Jamae, this and this happened. And I and I will do everything in my power to fix it. Um, my integrity is very important to me. And it's important to what I've built my brand to be and the response of it. But also, like, you don't have to, like, do that in order to grow and, and to scale. You know what I mean? Like, I want... When I get to that point where I have that many followers or, um, you know, little misfits out there, y'all be doing what y'all do. Like, everybody can say, yeah, but she never changed up. She's the same person now that she was years ago. She might just, like, you know, look a little better because, you, you know, look, I ain't going to hold y'all a little, little something, something here and there, but not. But, like, <laughs> but like, you know, like all jokes aside like i'm i'm not going to change up who i am and in 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 order to grow and to and to get a bigger bag because you have to sustain that and i don't want to sustain anything that is not true and authentic to who i am like i've played that role before i've played the oh just try to be this person try to be that person um so that you can get so that you can get a bigger bag or so that you can do this or that like flexing and stuff is cute and all but like it's not sustainable and so I would recommend that you just practice like good old fashioned kindness and and not thinking of yourself too highly or too lowly. Like when you walk in a room, look around and say that you are just as valuable and as important as everybody else who is in that room. But at the same time, don't walk in that room and look at the waiter or look at the at the hostess or whatever and think that you're above them because um, it don't take much. For you to be back there second of all you don't even know like the hostess her daddy could be like a billionaire or her mama could be like out here really got the stacks you know like you don't know anyone's life you just looking at like from the outside looking in what it looks like 
And so I have just found that by being kind to people, by just practicing good business, um, by being thorough, by really showing up and not half-assing things, that um, people want to do business with me and that I want to continue to do business with them. And so really between that, challenging myself to continue to market myself and put myself out there, and then finding the things that I'm passionate about and figuring out ways to monetize off of that are the three things that I have done to be able to scale the Blonde Misfit into a five-figure business, going on six-figure, going on seven-figure baby, okay? <laughs> but also, those are three tips that I would definitely recommend to any entrepreneur or content creator out there who is interested in scaling and growing their business. So, um, I just will end this by first saying that if you actually liked any of these tips or if these are things that you have been doing, like, please make sure that you leave that rating and review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast, if they allow for ratings and reviews. Um, also share this episode wherever you listen on your social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever I'm at the Blonde Misfit. If you are interested in booking a consultation session or something that can talk about how maybe you can grow your business um, in a more tangible way or something that you're like, yeah, but you may specifically, I want to talk about some things in my business, like hit me up. Um, I'm Jamee at theblondemisfit.com and everything is down in the description box below. Thank you all so much. Um, thank you all so much. Yeah, that's grammatically correct. See, child, this is why I need more coffee. <laughs> um, thanks, y'all, so much. I'm so excited, too, because TBM, um, our podcast is growing. And I got a few little surprises for y'all in um, over the next few weeks. So make sure that you guys are locked in. Make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you share it, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. But yeah, I love you all so much. Y'all stay blessed, stay beautiful, stay black, only if you're black. But most importantly, stay misfit.